Note, but you're hitting your you're, or the right thing, you're hitting it for too long, though. I think, okay, so I, okay, all right, so it's uh, the Judah Thomas, oh, and you put a little Judah Thomas, yeah, 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 yeah. I can do it, Johnny, I go with Johnny. This morning, a bear decided to get into our garbage and <laughs> flipped it all over, ripped open everything oh. across, across the lawn. So. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of bears out. Yeah, that was a joy. Joy to wake what, up what, to. What is the, um, what highway is that? Um, Queen Street exit. That's 84? Um, I saw a bear, like just like roadkill, like yesterday morning. Roadkill? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I haven't like, seen a roadkill bear before. And, and the, in the middle. In the middle of the road? In the, like, not in the middle oh, of the road, the in the, like, in the median. Yeah, oh, yeah, in the median. Roadkill bear. I would think that there'd be a car there damaged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably no. already got towed off. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, probably, like, I don't know, maybe this big? Huge. Yeah. Just like, I'm like, it was like a, looked like a huge garbage bag, and I looked close, I was like, it's a bear. Holy yeah. cow. I've never seen a bear hit. I had never yeah. seen one. But. Worst thing to hit's a moose. Yeah. Mm. I've hit two deer, but you have? Not, yeah. We, we have back to back, like, literally, like, two weeks like from each other or like a month did you keep them no i should have that's when i was going to flc yeah i should have like called mr demonte or somebody they would have ran there to get that (laughs) where are you (laughs) we used to be on a call list for a police department in southington they would call us whenever there was roadkill like if it was if it was like like immediately happened if like hey we're at a scene right now if you want to grab it come grab it because they have and did you multiple times do that yeah we we got like maybe five or six yeah you know and so we just go down there. Usually, you know, you lose like half of the meat, yeah. but um, but their logic is well, it gets it cleaned up, and they're not, otherwise they have a thing called like uh, uh, like the deer pit where they just go and they just throw all the carcasses and it just all rots away. So, oh, yeah. so like this way, at least some of the meat will go to use, and yeah. you know, but some of them are and you take care repair. of the carcass. Yeah, you take care of some everything. of them are beyond repair, but um, or beyond use, but. First time I ever had uh, venison soup was at your parents' house, yep. On the Sabbath, Jews cannot take more than six steps outside of a private domain. So that means their house, right? So you can't walk out onto the street more than six steps. So, because that would constitute, like, labor or something like that. So, So they've had to say, like, well, how can we find a loop around this? So then what they used to do in ancient times is they said, well, if you're in a city wall then that constitutes a private domain. Mm. So you can go anywhere inside the city, you know, so inside the castle, because it's a fortress, yeah. right? So yeah. you can go anywhere, because it's all private domain in there. So we'll call that private domain. Now, as modern civilization has progressed, we don't have that, we don't have fences, we don't have these things. So they've come up with basically what they, I forgot what it's called off the top of my head, but it's like, I'll find it, um, an eruv, E-R-U-V, an eruv. So what it is, an eruv is a wire that goes, Manhattan is the biggest one, goes entirely around Manhattan Island. 
designating that as a private area. Is it actual or imaginary? No, it's, it's actual. They pay a guy over $100,000 a year to maintain it. Every Friday, he has to go around the entire thing to make sure it's intact. So that way, all the Jews inside of Manhattan Island can get out and they can go about their day. They can walk and they can move and they can and do not things. Violate and not violate that six-step rule. Right. Okay. So as long as that wire there, it constitutes a fence, but it's a virtual fence, making it a virtual private domain. I think there's like over 200 of them in America. Waterbury's got one, apparently. Most, most major cities have one of these. You won't see it. It's just out there. Usually it's attached to maybe a telephone pole or something else like that. It's just a thin wire, 18 feet up, and it just goes around the circumference of the city. Cool. Is there anything about the 18 feet up? or It's just out of sight, you know, so oh. trucks aren't hitting it and no. knocking it down and whatever else. But see it and not even know what it was. Yeah, exactly. I probably have seen it. Looks what? like something I've seen. I thought, I, I, I've seen something like that before, but I thought that was just like something to do with the electrical system. Right, of course. Too. Why, why would you think anything otherwise? But that allows the Jews to leave their house, which think of the absurdity of it. And, and, and so my question is, is who decided this was okay with God? If they believe that you can't leave a private residence, who decided that this now constitutes a private residence? Like who said, Rabbi sat down and said, you know what? We think God will be okay with this. You know, I, I mean, I mean, you think about the absurdity, like, like even if you're believing your own stuff, somebody had to say, yes, God, God thinks the wire around the city is okay. I think that's the whole thing. If like you can, you're convincing yourself that this stupid idea you're, you have in your head is okay to do. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is what it sounds like. It's like, God, God's got to be okay with it because I'm really excited about this idea. <laughs> well, then the rule about the, you can't like walk six steps, more than six steps out of your house. That too. I'm like, who came up with that? And why was that put into place? It's because they'll take things and then, you know, something that probably comes out of Old Testament and, you know, not traveling. And they're like, well, what constitutes traveling? And well, this constitutes traveling. And well, how many steps constitutes traveling? Does one step constitute traveling? Well, no, it's not one step. Well, how about 50 steps? Well, yeah, that's definitely traveling. So they just nitpick, right? We'll use six. Yeah, well, six. six sounds well, technically, good. if you do three steps before, well, without dribbling the ball, that's <laughs> yeah, traveling. That's travel. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And uh, they have two forklift operators there. Both of them did not have their driver's license because they lost them for DUIs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they had their, their forklift license, so they had to get dropped off at work. I'm like, you should just take the forklift everywhere you go. So. No drinking on the forklift. Yeah, yeah, really. Dude, a, a great story was on another podcast that I listened to where he was talking about like where he he's working uh, and this guy he they hire this new guy to run the forklift and he goes, oh, I'm the greatest forklift operator ever. I'm the best. And like, you know, they're working and like an hour or so goes by and all of a sudden they just hear the biggest, loudest explosion and like everybody's running out. The boss is running out of his office. They're trying to figure out what happened. He drove the forklift into one of the tires of the truck. Oh, no. <laughs> Popping the tire. You see these guys back, uh, like a, they, they take like a, uh, like a bottle of beer or something like that, put it on the ground and they go and pop the top off of it with the forklift. They, they do it with like excavators too. Yeah, I know. I know, like, these big excavators like popping the tops off of bottles and yeah. stuff. Man, these so guys are How many days insane. did it take you to become uh, certified, Lenny, since you are the actual certified? I was, uh, I was certified when I was working at Dunbar uh, Armored Company. Mm. I, I got a job there in the coin room and I used to manage like two, three million dollars worth of coins. That's, what That's literally how I had to drive all those money bags, like just coins and stuff like that. And then at um, 
I worked at Lowe's and mm. worked in the lumber department. Mm. And, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Wow. You yeah, realize humbled. you're in the presence of royalty. So. If you have your forklift license, I guess you're humbled. So you guys got some work to do. You guys that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells and the, and the radio broadcasts that, that he was doing. The, yeah. it's like, well, no, oh, the radio broadcast is Orson Welles. Yeah, Orson Welles. It was Orson Welles. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, that, that was the yeah. War, of the War, War of the Worlds, and they did it as a radio drama, and right. he didn't bother to tell, tell anybody this was, was, this was yeah, we're, we're Yes, we're, everybody believed that, that we were being invaded by what, Marsh or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, aliens, let's say, and he, yeah, Orson Welles, he had the voice to do that, and and the guts to do that. <laughs> there are now FCC regulations because of that broadcast. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. If that were done today, and I didn't know about the regular, but if that were done today, well, it couldn't be done today. But they, they would, because you'd put, the, just like he did, put the country in a panic. They, yeah. It's not allowed on the radio to do something like that. The realism. <laughs> they probably which, all got a good laugh yeah, back which then. Would be, yeah, which would be broadcast it. Yeah. Now, if you watch, like, uh, if you're watching tel uh, TV or a movie and they show a news broadcast, they have to have something that shows that this is not this is part of the movie. Oh. Like either they show like it's on a TV or something that shows that this is like not actually the news. So if you just came in at the wrong time. Yeah, you don't think like, oh look the you know oh like if you're watching Independence Day, it's like oh look they just blew up the White House. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Will Smith is gonna save the world. <laughs> you're right. My, my great grandmother, they used to have to keep it on um, EWTN or TBN, one of the one of the Christian channels, to um, because she would hear the news and she would think that it was going on right now there oh. because they said that she was wa walking around uh, looking for a lost girl that was on the news or no, oh. on a TV show. It wasn't oh. even the news; it was like Law and Order or something. And she thought the Law and Order was happening there, oh, wow. <laughs> there in the hospital. <laughs> so. <laughs> They had to go. Yeah, it's it's, and they say the kids have the same issue where they can't they can't tell what's real and what's fake. Well, even you rewind to the early days of motion pictures and people were going to like some of the first movies and like like panicking and not like understanding what was going on. Like they have a train coming at the screen and people were freaking out and like stuff like that because and that was all just hand cranked <laughs> black and white film footage, yeah. you know. But it's like. You know, they'd never seen anything like that before. So I remember when I was a kid, I saw um, I was at the some museum down in Washington, and they had um, an IMAX, and they showed like a train coming at you, and it was a whole thing where it's like coming right at me, and it scared the hell out of me. You know, it was a good movie. Um, I can't even remember what the name of it was. But it was the, that good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the uh, the Mr. Rogers movie. I don't know if you saw that. No. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was Tom Hanks played Mr. Rogers. Oh, I remember he played me. Oh, yeah. And holy yeah. cow. He nailed it. That was a long time. Like, yeah. He nailed it. When did that come out? Like a couple years ago, two years ago maybe. Not long. Because the reason why, there was one that was Would You Be My Neighbor. And I don't remember, that might have been the, because they did a documentary and then a movie like back to back. Yep. Um, and they I, usually do that purposely yeah, because I, I don't remember yeah. which was which. Um, uh, and I think the other one was like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood or something like that. But man, it was it was a good. Uh, it took a whole different turn than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be all about the show, but it wasn't really about the show. It was about a friendship that he had that he like made in the course of like it was this uh, journalist who was interviewing him for a piece in the Atlantic, I think it was, or something like that. 
and basically how Mr. Rogers changed this guy's life. And it was just, it was just like a really, really cool, you know, really cool movie, you know, especially if you ever had any, uh, you know, memories of uh, watching Mr. Rogers as a, you know, kid or as a parent of a kid or whatever. So he's one of those guys, every time that something came out about him, it was never negative. It was like, did you know that Mr. Rogers, ooh, ooh, what do he do, what do he do, what do he do? He would say that he was feeding the fish because a blind girl messaged him telling him uh, that she would, was worried about the fish and she wants to make sure they're getting fed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he hit issues that nobody else would hit, and he, uh, he handled them with, uh, with grace, you know, so. But, I mean, he was a pastor. It was his ministry as well. But, um, but yeah, it was cool stuff. Yeah, he said he didn't even like TV. He only he only did the show because they agreed to let him, like, be the executive producer. Like, it's like his word was yeah. the, the top line, yeah. you know. So it was like. And, I mean, he did all the puppets. He did, like, you know, so much. Of, I don't know. It was just, yeah. uh, just really cool. Um, it, was, it was a good movie. They did a really good job with it. So, and, again, I mean, Tom Hanks just, like, nailed the part. Yeah, of course. Um, Tom Hanks is a good actor, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But in my opinion right now, I think we are living in a time where God has forsaken America, and we are the remnant, literally. Hmm. So as long as we walk with Jesus, and as long as we're in the Word, and as long as we're humble, our light will shine, and our saltiness will, will be the light of the world. And we, we can, with the power of the Holy Spirit, we can show people who Jesus is, right? But I have to disagree with you on one statement you made, Johnny, and maybe you can clarify it, and maybe I'm misunderstanding it. You said God has forsaken America, and I disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. We have forsaken God. Well, that's a better right. way to put it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a much that's, better yeah. way to put it. That is my sentiment. That is my okay. sentiment, is that is yeah. that we we kicked God out of the courts. We kicked yeah. him out of the yeah, legislation, exactly. lawmaking. secular. Yeah, we kicked him out of school. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Of everything. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. us. Yeah. I just, it, We're yeah, like I, the Israelites. We're like the Israelites. Yeah. Yeah. statement has to be corrected yes yes Ab absolutely yeah. yeah and that's and that's where the problem lies if you which we all have read the minor prophets right but if you read the old testament you see it time and time and time again a, a, a nation gets exalted mm -hmm. and then what happens but god also blesses evildoers right like your whole sermon that you the whole series you just got through was the good the bad and the ugly yeah. god will use whoever he wants i was gonna bring up that series where there was a uh, something that Judas said like almost every single week in there was that um, they forsake God and then God brings somebody up who comes and brings it back. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is we're going to we're going to, I believe, get into that today if we get to chapter 15 oh, sure. about about a, a God not forsaking us because yeah. he is patient. He's there He's waiting. Yeah. It's we forsaking him. And that would be a that'll be a great example when we get to chapter 15 today, which I think we will. But if not, I'll bring it up. No, I was uh, at the hardware store, actually. That's where I was. Oh, yeah? I yeah. got here a little bit early. I was like, go to the hardware store, pick up something that you could always, WD-40 or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I went in there, and then I was like, you know what? And I said, just keep myself entertained. I was like, what, what, what are the few things that I would grab if there was, like, zombie apocalypse right now? <laughs> no. I kid you, this, is, this just <laughs> happened, right? <laughs> right? So I grabbed a, a Fisker's saw for cutting yeah. wood. A big thing of Gorilla duct tape, <laughs> yeah. two hey, things man. of 175 pound resistance, <laughs> zip ties, zip 24 ties. and 18 inch, 
And then I bought the largest bolt cutters I could find in the in a crowbar. And then I bring it up to the guy at the counter. The guy was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he, he looked at what I had. Yeah. Well, well, that's why I said to him, I said, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> oh my god. And then and then and then and then you know what he said to me? He said, he said, I don't ask questions. <laughs> I said, I said, honestly, I'm on my way to a Bible study right now. Yeah, he's like, sure. Yeah. Okay, what are you gonna be doing at the Bible study? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's funny because you know, you probably should ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. I have the receipts to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. When I went to grammar school, I went to it. It was a Catholic school, and there were nuns. When we went out to the playground, when we did have a break, there was an imaginary line. Yeah. And if the boys were running around, we're boys were running around. The girls just stand in, in, in on their side talking, and we we didn't know we we'd be chasing after each other, and we'd cross over, yeah. and they would line us up. Me, especially, because I always got in trouble. <laughs> Lined me up against the wall, and I still remember Sister Michael Joseph. We called her Mighty Mike. And she was about six foot two in her heels. No, this is no joke. My, 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 six foot two in her heels. And she had this favorite saying, article. She would, we had to wear the, the uniform, so we had a tie on. She would grab you like this. She grabbed me. She goes, Mr. Lamana, you are one fresh article. And give you a crack across your face. Your head would go flying off. Yeah. And so you're one fresh article that when that, and she used that all the time. I, I must have had that expression said to me about a hundred times to give you how many times I got cracked. Right. Uh, she would just grab you like this. You couldn't even breathe. You are one fresh article and whack you just like that. You saw stars. Do not cross that imaginary line again. If I got smacked like that, I would be more successful. <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you what, I learned a few things. I was, I became, I, I learned discipline because I didn't have a father. My father died when I was 10 years old and my mother oh, never met. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. nuns smacked discipline into me. I'll start off. I know that wasn't literally a question that we had to answer now, but I'm thankful for you guys. As we were pulling into the parking lot, I'm like, Ben, like, we got like, it, we got it made. Yeah. Like how beautiful, how awesome is it that we get to sit down on a Tuesday morning around a, a table with other guys just trying to get by, trying to make it and and just learn from each other read god's word all these things i'm like dude this is cool right i feel like we've lost a lot of uh admiration at like how free we can do things like yeah. this so it's it's a good reminder for sure